Alright guys, welcome to episode 21 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today, we're going to talk about what we've been watching as usual, songs we wish were longer, um, a certain acquisition by a certain uh, gaming company, and mm -hmm. um, some of these Marvel movies, and I guess just Disney releases kind of all, all across the board, right? But first... So let's just start with what we've been watching. And I'm going to go ahead and get mine out of the way, mm -hmm. which is that I haven't watched much, but I've watched like two more episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, okay. I'm slowly fucking trucking through this one. Um, <laughs> but it, it's I'm going. I'm still interested. I haven't slowed down, really. It's just been slow from the get. So um, still liking everything I'm seeing in that. But what right. have you been watching? Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so I've uh, finished watching the show Normal People, which I think I mentioned last week or the week before. Yeah, that was like um, your like, was... teenage drama, like, like, yeah, like yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was good. It was, I mean, it, um, sort of the same thing that I mentioned last week where, like, the performances are so good and the two characters are so good and they're so good together. But then what the plot puts them through, I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, like... Like okay, and like then, the best and, you could come up with. Yeah, it's like Jesus. Like I know you want to put them through hard situations so that there's drama, but it, it like it goes so far that it's like oh my god, and everybody who like I've spoken you, to, you, you wrote you wrote these characters so well. What happened with the plot? Exactly, exactly. And everybody who I've spoken to has also seen it. They said the same thing. It's like some of them. It's like the hardship. You know, they have this love that like transcends time and space, and it's like fucking like earth shattering, but their bond is as soft as baby shit. <laughs> like, it's just, like, the tiniest little thing just breaks them off. Like, oh, I'm going away for the summer. Bam. Oh, I'm going to Sweden for a semester. Oh, no. Oh, I have to do a master's program in New York for a single year. Oh, God, what are we going to do? We had everything. <laughs> um, but, other than, but other than, like, the plotting, so that makes it a little bit hard to follow. But some of the stuff that's, like, more grounded, more about them, more about them growing up, um, that stuff is really good. Um, the two leads are excellent. Um, the guy especially, um, I would say he's he's as a, as a it's as a as 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 a revelatory a performance as like uh, Timothy Chalamet in Call Me by Your Name, like just a guy who just fucking comes on and you're like holy shit, like this guy's gonna be around for a while. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. I recommend it. Um, if you're a person who's like plot is the most important thing to you, um, probably skip it. But uh, if you just, you know, want a good short show, like I said, about six hours total. So I, I did that in a week, um, maybe a week and some change. Um, definitely recommend it. Um, and then, so I finished that up, and then I started the show Little Fires Everywhere, which is on Hulu. And I think it premiered this year. Um, and it's got um, Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, and a couple of other actors here and there. Um, and it's about a single mom who moves into this Cleveland suburb 
and which Kerry Washington and her daughter. Um, and I'm only two episodes in, so it's sort of you know just setting the table right now. I think it's about eight in each an hour, so it ends up being a little bit more than normal people. Uh, but same thing, it, when I told people that I was watching it, I've heard nothing but uh, complimentary things about it, like oh it's so good, oh you know it's one of the best short series I've ever seen. So I'm really excited for it. Um, I like the shows. I mean, I mean uh, Reese Witherspoon has been on a bit of a hot streak in terms of short series because she had Big Little Lies a couple years ago, which I really, really, really liked. I thought that's probably one of my favorite short series of all time. At least season one is. Season two kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Um, I legitimately don't think I've ever seen anything with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was in. What about Walk the Line? Nope. She was in that. Um, Wait, what? What is Walk the Line? The uh, Johnny Cash biopic? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think I watched bits and pieces of that, but I don't think I ever completely that, watched what it. What else is she in? She's in uh, Legally Blonde, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, she I don't think was, I've... This is War. Nah, dog. I, I, I might, election? Election? I'm about to go through that because I legit might not have ever seen anything she's in. Yeah. That's wild. All right, continue. Yeah, sorry, but, uh, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, the show's good so far. Don't have much of a grip in terms of, like, you know, like, oh, it's amazing because of this or that. Um, but so far, so good. And, it, and I can see the same thing about Big Little Lies, where it doesn't pick up until everybody sort of knows each other and gets going. Uh, but yeah, so those are my two shows so far um, that I've been watching. Uh, so I, I'm sure I probably won't be done with it by next week just because I'm sure I'll miss a day here or there watching an episode just because they are an hour long and um, I'm only getting started but uh, I'm excited I'm I'm hoping to hear good things yeah I mean definitely let me know how it is Um, looking at all of the movies she's been in I've legitimately seen three Um, four Christmases which I don't think I've seen that one it's not like the best comedy Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of love Vince Vaughn, and yeah. uh, <laughs> he has one of my favorite quotes in that, which is where, like, um, he ends up being Joseph for, like, a Christmas play for, like, Christmas uh-huh. and uh, at a church, and he, he like, just really gets into it and starts improvising, and Mary is holding, like, I think, I don't know if it's a real baby or fake baby, I can't remember, it's been forever, and, like, I, I think if, anyways, he, like, yells at her, he's like, Swaddle that baby, you unfit mother, and it kills me every time. Like the idea of Joseph yelling at Mary, swaddle that baby, you unfit mother. Um, I've seen Gone Girl, which I didn't even don't even remember her in, but was apparently in it. I think she produced it. I think she okay. was going to be uh, the um, the main character, and then I think she had another another um, project come up or maybe she thought that she was too okay. big of an actress for it is what I, but i think she's still okay. a producer on it yeah when i when i looked it up it came up on the bottom and i was like i don't remember being in it but i definitely saw that movie yeah and then unfortunately i saw this means war with it. I, yeah i mentioned that one earlier i was like this means war maybe with tom hardy and uh chris pine <laughs> yeah i saw that i think that might have actually been the first movie that me and my wife ever watched <laughs> in a movie theater <laughs> McG a McG movie, yeah. Um, oh yeah. But uh, no, I, I would say the best one that she's been in that's been my favorite, or one some of my favorites, are probably Legally Blonde and Election. 
those two are great. And I think they use, they both use her great. I mean, she has similar energy in, in this show as she does in Big Little Lies, which is that sort of suburban mom with a thousand things going on. And I think right. she sort of has that niche. And I think it fits her for who she is in Legally Blonde and in uh, Election. Yeah. So real quick, you mm-hmm. said Mick G a couple of times. And I was yeah. like, what is he talking about? And then it said on IMDb mm-hmm. that it was directed by Mick G. Yeah. Yo, who goes by what kind of <laughs> fucking name is McG, bro? Is this McG? Yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, he did the Babysitter movies on Netflix. If you've ever seen those, when you're flipping through it, and I he did not. the Charlie's Angels movies like 20 years ago. Jesus. And he actually My man did. Goes by McG. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like share. Not even the full name. Just McG. Not even McGruber. McGregor. His nope. name is Joseph McGinty or McGinty Nickel, and that man was like. I'm going to go professionally, Mick G. Yep. yep. Get out of here. <laughs> so, Charlie's Angels, Terminator Salvation. Salvation. Mm-hmm. Which I Full think throttle. was terrible, right? That was like the worst one. Yeah, it's just bleak. Which is weird. So, that movie's weird because all of his other shit is super fucking like poppy and bright. Especially the babysitter in the Charlie's Angels movies. And then he does, he gets Terminator, which is just like, it's two hours of just gray. Just fucking gray shit. Okay, I see there's, you know what, hold on, might have to bail on that one. I was, maybe not, I see there's two episodes of a Lethal Weapon TV show. That, Dude, that yeah, shit, apparently it was that fucking shit. huge, and like, uh, it was like huge, and like, one of the Waynes brothers was on it, and I yeah. what happened, he like got hurt. he had to leave for a reason, I think one of the guys was being racist, or maybe he got hurt, yeah, I forget you know, what it Lethal was, Weapon. but it was huge on Fox. Every... So here's the deal. I've never actually seen any of the Lethal Weapon movies. Mm-hmm. And every time anybody mentions Lethal Weapon, all I can think about is it's always sunny. Always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like, I think if you were to talk to people now, that, that'd be like their um, their connection back to it as well. It's just right. like Lethal like, Weapon like... 4. Yeah. <laughs> or Lethal Weapon 5, sorry. sorry. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm going to go back and watch Lethal Weapon 5. Nice, nice. And so that those, that's my my what I've been watching. But then I I did want to touch on something that I missed last week, right. which is a suggestion for Halloween for spooky season for our October, and it's this uh, YouTube channel uh, called Dead Meat, and they specifically have a series called Kill Count, and what it does, I mean what but the series is they just go through every week or every other week they go through or it's this guy named James he goes through uh horror movies. And sort of recaps their kills over the course of 20 minutes. And so that sounds kind of like, uh, how can I say, kind of niche or sort of like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It sounds off-putting because it's like, oh, you just. Yeah, who wanted to watch 20 minutes of somebody just like, just killing people at a movie. Right, right, right. right. And that's what I thought. And that's sort of what I thought too when I first saw it. But what it is, is, is he just recaps the horror movies in 20 minutes. So it ends up being a really awesome way for people who like horror movies but don't like actually like watching them or who like who want to watch them but can't because either they they just can't watch them or they're squeamish or it's just not their thing. So yeah. or or they have kids. Or they have kids. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Some of them are uncensored like the uh they get sponsors and some of them are YouTube censored. Right. So if you're like a 13-year-old and you're like, I want to watch all of these horror movies, but I don't want to have nightmares, you can watch these. Or if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend who's maybe a little bit squeamish, they can watch those. So my girlfriend, Sydney, and I, we end up watching a bunch of them, even though I've seen the movies for real, 
But she ends up watching them for like Halloween, both the old and the remake. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Um, the wreck movies, the zombie ones. We end up watching them, and she enjoys them because that way we can talk about the horror movies, or she can have an understanding of something that's like as huge as the old Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis, the old one. That's a good call because that's a good example because I've never watched any of them. And I'm just like, I, I don't care enough to like go back and put right. in time to watch these old ass movies. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes, and they're not even, sometimes they're so old that they're, and they're so different in terms of the pace and the story that they're so bordering on inaccessible for somebody who wants to watch them now. Right. Like, like realistically, who wants to watch Buster Rhymes kick yeah. fucking yes. Michael Myers? That, that's one. He did that one. Sydney and I watched that episode. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous shit. It's just oh, terrible. God. It was so bad. And so But also super on brand for Buster Rhymes. <laughs> uh, and then Michael just keeps coming at him. <laughs> Have you seen that video on YouTube where or on Twitter where the, the kid, the little the kid, little kid he's wearing is like his grandma's wig and a mask? And I haven't. he's he's got like a wig and it looks like uh like a it's like a french guy and the, mm-hmm. i'm guessing his sister who's or his mom who's recording him he's like you don't look like michael myers you look like more like michael myers <laughs> michael. <laughs> that's amazing um, but uh yes yeah, so, so i actually i stumbled on this because i remember very precisely what it was is that somebody on twitter said something like that friday the 13th remake from like 10 years ago it wasn't very good but it had some cool jason scenes and so i was like oh let me check them out because i've never seen the movie mm-hmm. and so i found the channel just totally by accident and i watched the episode and i was like that's actually it's like good because he recaps the movie he shows you the kill so if you're like somebody who enjoys that kind of stuff you can enjoy that but then also he provides a nice commentary about the scenes and he provides behind the scenes information as you're watching it so you're learning like how they filmed it who wrote it sort of just general info about the movies super interesting super awesome so if you if you want to watch a horror movie but you don't have the time or you don't want to actually like watch it fully but you want to have an understanding of it just to know you like sort of you can have a conversation about it Mm -hmm. i cannot recommend uh kill counts enough they're entertaining they're insightful and you can watch a fucking two and a half hour movie in 20 minutes and sort of get the gist of what it is um I probably like if you really want to watch one, probably don't do that. Just watch the movie. Um, but if you like, for example, like for me, like it, when I went to see the new Halloween a couple years ago, do you remember the one that just came out a couple years ago? Yeah. Where she like played like the old version of yeah. her. And yep. I just, I rewatched, I watched because I knew that they were going to get, it was sort of like a direct sequel to the very first one. They were yeah. sort of cleaning the slate. I rewatched the kill count for that one and it sort of gets you up to date and you know. Right. Um, yeah. Getting like a quick little synopsis. Yeah, yeah. And my friend Travis and I, we went to see Doctor Sleep last last. When the fuck was that? Doctor Sleep was what? last October, I think. What franchise is Doctor Sleep? I don't. Remember. It was the uh, the sequel to The Shining. Oh, okay, that's right. That's yeah, right. and so I was like, hey, like this is a pretty big sequel. This is like it's like a direct sequel. Like I know you don't have the time to watch The Shining because that shit's like two hours and forty five. Right. And so I sent him the link. I sent him the link to the Shining Kill Count, and I was like, "Hey, look here, watch it. You and Caleb, um, his girlfriend. I was like, before you guys come watch the movie with me, just watch this, and you will get a gist of what it is." Right. Yeah. And the other thing is, helpful. the other thing is that, like, if I remember correctly, I think that, like, Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth movies 
Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, they're basically owned by Microsoft because I feel like I remember them having wildly convoluted naming conventions for for sequels. Like I feel like there's like a H two O for Halloween or something. Oh yeah, shit. like like yeah, there's a... <laughs> well, Sydney, when when Sydney she was like, why did they call that one H two O? I was like, Sydney, oh. You see, it came out in 1997, which is 20 years after the first one. So, oh, and she was fuck. like, "That's so and she was stupid. Like, That's oh so dumb." <laughs> I was like, "It's pretty." I remember being a kid, right? And you're and like, then, "Why is <laughs> No, I was like, "H2O." That's weird. And then I found out that water is H2O. I was like, "Oh, that's the Halloween movie. That's why they named it that." Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! I didn't even put that together because, again, haven't seen any of the Halloween movies. But I have like I know there's something about him drowning in a lake, so that's even better. <laughs> but then I also feel like I remember. Wait, no, that's not Halloween, that, right? Yeah, that's Friday the Thirteenth. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> he drowned in the lake, and then like even those have weird titles. Like I think it's like right. one's like Friday the Thirteenth, like one's like Jason seven. Two Thousand or some shit like that. Uh, um, Jason goes to hell, and it's like a fucking Jason Eight Thousand and One: A Space yeah. Odyssey. Or oh, Jason <laughs> X. Yes, dude, I used to watch Jason X all the time when I was a kid. Uh, you remember Friday the 13th, uh, like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, like, Freddy vs. Jason? Remember Freddy that awful Jason. fucking catastrophe of a movie? <laughs> Boy, that was fucking that, terrible. Actually, I used to watch that one all the time, too. I used to watch that and Jason X all the time when I was a kid. I was like, wow, this is the peak of horror. <laughs> oh, boy. Not even close. Do you remember um, when the that guy, the stoner character, he imagines a Freddy caterpillar? Adult. What? He's like in a, they're in in uh, in an insane asylum trying to get these drugs that'll make them not have dreams, and the stoner character, which of course there has to be, right. he falls asleep and he yeah. There's never this... been a horror movie without someone stoned and also hallucinating and be like, hey, you do, bro, you're just high. <laughs> he's like he like and then he's like he sees this this like um fucking worm from like Alice in Wonderland come out from under the door. And he's like, whoa, little guy. And it's got, like, Freddy's face. It's like a CGI <laughs> Freddy's face. And he's like, what are you doing, bro? And the the caterpillar grabs behind it, looks behind his back, and grabs a giant bong. And he, like, r- takes a rip of it and just blows the smoke in that dude's face. And he's like, oh, bro, you're so hot. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. You're watching. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Oh, man. I, I will say the most of that movie, <clears throat> I will defend it a little bit because... What it, the story that it does to bring them together, you go, that's ridiculous. But then you go, like, all right, it clicks. Like, it tracks, right? Like, it's not too and too out there to bring them together. I don't like even that. remember what it was because I watched it, like, once. And I was like, that was goofy. <laughs> it was, the, the basic story is that everybody's forgotten about Freddy. And, you know, he needs fear to be in dreams. Right. And the beginning bit, he talks about how he then goes into Jason's dreams and convinces him that he dresses up as or he like impersonates his mom and tells him that he has to go to Springfield I think or spring something wherever Elm Street is and he has to start killing again because the kids there have been bad and so then he starts killing people and then people think that it's Freddy who's come back somehow and then that spreads the fear and then but then they do this thing where it's like if you grab something as you're waking up you can bring it back into the real world that's like when it's like oh i'll take it (laughs) okay buddy (laughs) Uh, okay but then he break this girl wakes up and grabs freddy and then they have like this fucking fight but so the most of the movie is just okay and the deaths are pretty cool but that fight scene at the end between freddy and jason is actually fucking awesome 
because this is like before they did CGI blood. So it's like they got like like he stabs the guy and he's just like squirting blood. And it, it, like if you're somebody who's a big horror movie fan and you've never seen this fight, dude, watch it because it it's kind of pretty sweet and it goes on for a while. I have to go back and watch it because I, I I really don't remember much of it. I just remember thinking this movie's bad. Yeah, remember they're in like I don't know if you remember they're in like in a construction site and there's like rebar flying. And, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Real quick, I just want to see what the Rotten Tomatoes on this bitch is. Gonna, okay, is let me the... guess. I'm gonna say it's like thirty-four. Okay, I feel like that's high, just based on what I remember. What would is it? Just Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, just Freddy versus Jason. Two thousand three versus Jason. Let's see. Search. See. Yo. Okay. Forty-one percent. Forty-one percent. Okay. Oh shit. All right. Well, so that might as well be certifiably fresh um, for a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, and I'm, I, waste I'm surprised. My time on that. I'm genuinely surprised. I'm not. I am surprised, and I'm not surprised. I am surprised why they didn't make a sequel because it was actually pretty successful. Like it opened to like 30 mil, and it made like 80, which is pretty big for a horror movie. Right. And it's pretty big for a horror movie in 23 or 2003. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also not surprised because then around that time, like mid 2000s, if you remember, that's when everything was getting the greedy reboot, right? Right. Everything. So you got the Halloween with Rob Zombie, got the Greedy reboot. I think they eventually did remake Jason, and it was, like, grittier, and he could move fast. And then they did another Nightmare on Elm Street that was, like, Gritty reboot. So I think around 2005, nobody wanted, like, the kitschy, like, poppy, tongue-in-cheek horror. They wanted right. that No one wanted Buster Rhymes like, karate kicking people shit. out of yeah. fucking window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wanted that, so... I don't think anybody wanted that when that movie came out. <laughs> like, oh, Busta, what are you doing? I love that you, uh, you're you on a first-name basis with Busta. Busta, <laughs> Busta, no. <laughs> the Busta Bus. <laughs> the Busta Bus. Kicking to the beat. If you, dude, if you get a chance, watch the kill count for that one, because I think he goes into uh, detail as to like why they cast him. Oh my god, that's amazing! All right, I'm gonna have to watch that. So, mm. but let's let's hop off of that topic and let's move from yeah. Buster Rhymes to songs we wish were longer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I so we had talked about this topic or doing this topic, and I, as per usual, waited till kind of the last minute to get my list <laughs> together. Um, pulled that bitch together the day before today uh, of our recording. Um, also known as yesterday. Why did I say that? Why did I say the <laughs> day before today like there's not already a word for it? A word for it. Yesterday. Um, so, so I did it yesterday. And as I was doing it, I, I came across my own realization, which is that I looked at your list, which had already been done well ahead of time. And all your songs are like 50 seconds minute 10, minute 30, minute mm-hmm. 10. And I started looking up the songs that I thought were too short, just off the top of my head. Yeah. And they were like two and a half, three minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, it could have been, you could have put those. I mean, I just put these because these are like, uh, I think for the example that I used before, it was same time, which is right. like a minute or something. And I actually had another Rihanna song that that is short. It's like two and a half. But I chose this one because I, I like, like, if somebody was like, pick one of them. One of them has to be longer. I'd be Ooh. like, oh, the one on my list. The one on my list. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like I have enough of the other one, but not enough of this one. So that was kind of my thinking. But but also, I had a song that I was like, I, I, I remember thinking I wish this one was longer. And it was like four minutes. And I'm like, what is wrong <laughs> with me? Because, like, I, I don't know what it is, but, like, when a song is, like, 
uh, the four minute song I'm thinking of is Heart of a Lion by Kid Cudi. And it's like uh-huh. four minutes. But every time that song's over, I'm like, gotta repeat it. Wasn't long enough. And I'm like, what kind of monster am I? Like, is my perfect song length like eight minutes of just fire? Like, what is wrong with you me? <laughs> you could have totally put it on the list and been like, all right, my last one, Heart of a Lion. And I'd be like, what? And then you'd have been like, well, let me explain. It should be eight minutes. <laughs> But see, I already have to do that with one because mm-hmm. the one I'm gonna start with, yep, yeah, the one I'm gonna start with is "Bimmer" by Tyler the Creator, and first of all, that song is fucking perfect, and it's fucking a part of one of those three song tracks, um, and the whole song is seven minutes and ten seconds, I think, or mm-hmm. somewhere around there. "Bimmer" specifically is like two minutes and forty seconds. And, and that's why, okay, so I was looked it up on YouTube and I was like, I don't know, I remember this song, but I was like, why doesn't it come up more often? And you're right, it's because in my iTunes, it's part of the three song one, yeah. Right, it's like Party Isn't Over and Tree Home 95 or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bimmer's the best one, in my opinion. Um, and it's the last one, which sucks, because then I don't want to like just sit and wait through <laughs> through the first mm-hmm. two. But um, that song should be a full seven minutes and ten seconds. It should just be the full fucking thing. Yeah. Um. And one of my favorite little bits, I, I told you to like listen to all my songs. I went through and mm-hmm. listened to yours, but like I have a, like a small extracurricular bit about some of them. And this one is that I remember. I don't know if I can find it. Probably could, but I'm not even going to search for it. But I, I feel like I explicitly remember Tyler the Creator tweeting about that song. Mm-hmm. And you know it's kind of sing songy, and like Tyler the Creator, yeah. I feel like has experimented with being sing songy a lot, but he definitely doesn't have like. A stereotypical voice for it like yeah. his voice is very like harsh and deep yeah um but he said when he wrote this song he wrote it wanting justin bieber to do the vocals and i was like i can totally see that and i think mm-hmm. i don't even really like justin bieber that much but i feel like that would have worked perfect yeah and I, like, i'm glad we got the version we got but like i can totally see where this whole song was designed around that kind of voice singing this yeah, yeah. So that's just an extracurricular bit uh, about oh, that. But, um, yeah, I want that song to be eight minutes long um, and just take the place of the other two. Mm. And I also thought that one was going to be like a minute ten when I looked it up. And it was like <laughs> two minutes and 40 seconds. I was like, God damn. No, I mean, you can't. Like, like I said, like, it just the songs that you wanted to be longer. Like, most of mine, I'm like, I guess it's like if I were to pick another song, I'd be like, I want longer. It would be something like... Um, like a Travis Scott has a song called you're like, Guidance. I, you're like, I want 3,500 to be longer. <laughs> yeah, somehow. I wanted to be take 30 minutes long. <laughs> um, there's a Travis Scott song called Guidance, and it has this. Uh, he he has this like sort of weird sound that he does on the chorus, and it only has the only he only goes to the chorus twice. It starts mm-hmm. it, and there's one chorus, and then he doesn't go back to it again. And I'm always like, God, I wish he would do that chorus again because it it sounds unique. It sounds right. very. He, he says something like. I found out that you bad that you're bad for me. I found out that you had someone or something like that. Right. But it's distorted and it sounds really cool. And I wish you put it in one more time. But that's like one of those things. It's like it's just like a little bit, like an extra thirty seconds that I want that I would have wanted. But all of these on my list are like I wish they would have been like four or five minutes. Right. Okay. So what's what's the first one on your list? So my first one, just to kind of uh, just to connect to yours, it is also a Tyler the Creator song. It's dropping seeds off of Flower Boy from 2017, and it's featuring Lil Wayne. And surprisingly. I know we talked about it like about this two weeks ago. Right. Lil Wayne does not sound too bad on this. He actually no, sounds Lil pretty Wayne good. Lil Wayne is not washed. <clears throat> yeah. There's a t- I think one of the top comments on this is like, why is Tyler the Creator the only person that can get a good verse out of Lil Wayne anymore? Because yep. his voice mm-hmm. on Smokers is actually pretty good. 
And yeah, then yeah. his verse on this is pretty good. And then as we talked about two weeks ago, my man's washed and just needs yes. to stop being on songs. <laughs> except for apparently Tyler the Creator choice. Yeah. And so yeah, so it's a it's a short it's only I think it's literally just barely it's a like minute. Fifty seconds. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's got a great beat. The whole album's got a great beat. Um but I think this one specifically fits Lil Wayne really well and I would have loved to have seen maybe one Tyler verse and then then maybe like an outro with Lil Wayne, but right. as it is now it, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's very solid. I I wonder if it's such a good Lil Wayne verse cuz he's like, "Look, you only have to put together like 35 seconds." I'm going to shoot just... you with adrenaline. It's going to hit your heart in two minutes. And you're going to get like a minute of good, you know, like. Yeah, you're going to get a good high of a good kick. The... To get... Yeah, you're going to get 10 seconds to figure out the beat, 40 seconds to drop your verse, 10 minutes to come down and let, or 10 seconds to let me finish. And mm-hmm. then you're going to be back to just being like passed out, uh... curled up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So that, I remember, I saw that on the list. I completely forgot that song existed. But you're right. I remember when I was listening to the album because I played the shit out of that album when it came mm-hmm. out. Being like every time it came on, they're like, that's really it. Like they're like my man Tyler didn't even put a verse on it. Nope. He was just like, here's like a little nugget, good beat. Yeah. Um Good beat is a good point to that that I'm gonna bring up later. Um in regards to both of our uh track or song lists. Um yeah. but so my next one, um I'm going to say, I'm just going to go with uh, the intro to Finally Famous uh, by Big mm-hmm. Sean. Um, yeah. It's it's not, it doesn't go like super hard or anything. Um, it's just like, it's one of those to me that like Big Sean just kind of floats on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just kind of rides it and he, he nails it perfectly. And like, considering that we talked about like, and you know what's funny? I don't necessarily know that I felt that way when that album came out but as i've listened to more big sean and that album was like peak big sean um mm-hmm. but like since then i'm like boy this track is like really good you know what yeah. i mean like he, he really kills it on this track yeah. even though it's just like kind of a slow meandering little um track but it'd have been nice for that to be like a f- two and a half minutes instead of just one and a half you know what i mean right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, and i mean when i listened to it just now like i think like an hour ago when you texted me to listen to yours um, it's also like one of those where it's like, it just takes you right back to when you first listened to it. Exactly. I don't know why. Um, but just the, but yeah, I like that song and I like that album. I mean, we've talked about it before on here. I think we talked about it two weeks ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. And he's got one, of like, I'm not super crazy about a lot of big Sean lines. Um, but, uh, he says, I put the city on my back. So that way if I fall, I'm crowd surfing the map. I was mm-hmm. like. Yo, that's that's <laughs> bars. <laughs> but yeah, that one that was that was like one of the lines. I was like, "What? I can't believe you just said that." Um, Hell yeah! In high nice. school. All right. So, so what's your what's your next song? Uh, my next one is actually Big Sean song, sort of also as well. It's uh, well, it is song. No, it is his. It's uh, the song "Same Time" mm-hmm. uh, with Janae Aiko from the album. I decided. I think. Yeah. 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 I decided, um, and it's just like a little bit, and it has this really cool, if you turn up your bass, it has this really cool, like, I don't know what you call it, like a boom, like a bass drop, yeah. uh, like a deep fucking rumbling shit. I always turn up my bass for it, because I think it sounds so cool mm-hmm. to start off. And then it's just them singing, um, and Janaiko sounds great, and it's like this little perfect nugget in that album. And every time I listen to it, I'm like, that sounds so good, and I wish it was just like 
twice as long. Right. Uh, um, but same thing. Uh, they both sound good, and they, I think he sings in it too. And I, I really should give that album that they had together a chance because I, and that's what I always think when I listen to that song. I was like, oh, I love this, this song. Would have been great in a full album. So in a full album, if only there was such a thing, right? Like that's exact. Yeah, every single time dude, I listen to it, I'm like, wow, somebody should make an album with these two guys together, <laughs> like full the whole way through. Um, because they they have a couple of other songs together. I mean, they're you know they're dating and so, or they they've been on and off the last decade. Um, so I know she's in a couple of his songs and she's appeared in like a couple of songs that he's also on. And I think they always sound good together, but this is the song where I think they sound the best on and it sucks that it's so short. Yeah, it is very short. And I definitely remember thinking that they like kind of harmonize kind of well together. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Cause I don't know. I'm always iffy just about rappers singing in general. Not, not because like, I'm just like, no rappers just bars. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know enough about singing, but I feel like sometimes I can tell, like, like you're singing, but it's not good. Like, I can tell this is not good singing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's working because the beat is behind you, telling you where you should go, basically. Yeah. Um, but it sounded really good. Um, yeah. That, that also, I was like, maybe I should try and listen to that album. I'm never going to, but it made me think that. Um, so yeah. Uh, my next one is. Mm-hmm going to be let's see if i'm looking at my list i'm gonna go with uh mo money by j cole which is an mm-hmm. interlude um and it's funny because i think that j cole is the most average rapper to ever live um he is not <laughs> deep he is not thoughtful he, he's not like metaphorical you know what i mean like he's not any of these hey, things man, that you... people attribute to him did you know that he lost his virginity in high school? Fuck. And then he has songs about that? Yeah, right? And it's just like, I, I don't understand, like, people that say those kinds of things. You know what I mean? That are like, like, nah, it's just too deep for you. No, it's not. It's all very surface level. Yeah. But I will say, I, I do, I will give him a little bit more credit than you. I, th- I do think he's a little bit better, but I, I am on the boat with you where it's like the people who are like, oh, new Cole just dropped. I don't want to listen to that future or that <laughs> the baby. That I th- that is not what I want. I want real hip hop. <laughs> like, like, They're okay. not open. Um, what's funny though is I think that this song, that I think this is actually like I don't know. There's some lines that strike me as actually being deeper than most of what he raps about in this song. And this song is called "Mo Money." Every line ends with money, which. Mm-hmm. One thing I hate is that when people that don't listen to rap music, I have no understanding of it, they're like, oh, look, he rhymed money with money. No, he didn't. He rhymed the, the word, word before. before. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But yeah, um, so the same, People say, say the same thing about Lil Wayne and the N-word. Like, right. He just rhymes everything with the N-word. They're like, no, he's rhyming the word before the N-word. Just right, exactly. But, like, there are some lines in this where it's like, I feel like he's giving, like, very surface-level observations of deeper topics which is the most i've ever seen from j cole you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't think j cole ever is like hitting me with knowledge where i hear it and i'm like oh my god i never thought of it that way i never thought about having a boner in high school um <laughs> <laughs> but like there were a couple of these where i was just like this is like if he dove deeper into this i feel like he'd have caught something um but this one straight bars for me like i, I love so much of it um, I remember when I listened to this album, I specifically remember thinking like when 
minute and 10 or minute 15 or whatever came up and it ended. I was like, mm-hmm. that's it? This is like one of the best J. Cole songs I've ever heard. And this is it? Like, mm-hmm. You're going to stop it right here? But um, but yeah, so that's that that's one of mine, definitely. Awesome. Cool. cool. It's probably going to be the only time you see J. Cole come up on my list <laughs> in any of these music lists. But he's I, on I have had him on one of my lists before. I think I Looking had him for on, trouble, right? Looking for trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's fair. He's also one verse out of like eight, so <laughs> I think it's what four, but it seems like a lot. Yeah. Okay. I said people, are, yeah, and people, I just don't like that they're like he just doesn't have features because he doesn't need them. I'm like, what are you talking about? Features are great in songs, okay? Right. Best hip hop songs of all to- albums or just the ones in the last decade that have been really good, they have features on them, right? There's nothing wrong with having a little bit extra, a little bit of spice, a little variety in your production. It's like, yeah, it's like we said, like I think. I think that people that only produce all their own shit, it just doesn't work. I feel like you just your sound ends up too stale. Yeah. Like, like yeah. get an outside perspective, get a feature. You know what I mean? Like any of yeah. that stuff. And what's Unless... funny is some of my favorite J Cole verses are from. I think he like kind of recently had a feature on somebody else's song. I a lot. Be... The one on. Yeah, a Which... lot. It's... And I was uh, like, Yo, this is a good J Cole verse. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing. Oh, or. Uh... Uh, what's the song? She put my whole foot in. Oh my god, it's like I put a foot up in her mouth. Nah, fuck As that a- song. Get that song out of here, bro. I take it all back. J. Cole features are ass, bro. Ass cheeks. After he did that, he's like, you know what? Features aren't for me. <laughs> That's why he doesn't do features anymore. <laughs> Yo, he just, every has, time- he just has like... Um, like, uh, like fucking, like, whoosh, like Vietnam flashbacks to a plane and a foot in her mouth. And... Yeah, he says, no, he says it's, uh, God, what does he say? Oh, he's like, I put it in her mouth so big, it's like a foot is in her mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, you did not just compare your dick to a foot. Like, that's not, like, what are uh, you doing? Uh, uh, every time that happens, every time that song is, is on, and my wife is next to me bro it's like a foot isn't i literally just stare at the side of her fucking skull until she looks at me and i'm like awful and i just (laughs) he just imagines foot is in her mouth and then you hear that texas chainsaw massacre sound i mentioned a couple weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) everything goes blurry he just starts falling oh god oh Um, boy but yeah, so uh, my next one is I'm gonna go with uh, "Wavy" by SZA off of her album "Control." Okay. And it's uh, super short, and I forget who I think James Fondelay is on it too. Yes, yes, he is. And it's just short, just like a nice little melody in the song, and I I just really like the song. Um, I just wish it was longer. It's like another. It's not anything special to it. It's not like same time or. Um, What's the other one I had? Uh, Dropping Seeds. It's just like a good song that I like. I just wish it was twice as long because it's like a minute and some change. Right. So, yeah, I, I listen to that one. I, I just don't... I've listened to some sister songs and like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what... I guess they might just not be for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, people like Tupac. I don't really like much of his shit. Um, mm. It's just, you know, it's just not for me, I think. Uh, it, I assume when that many people like something there has got to be obviously some level of appeal to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's, you know, SZA, I don't understand it. Tupac, I don't understand it. You know, your presidential preferences, you know, there's one obvious one I don't understand. (laughs) Take that back. Do understand it. Uh, Just, (laughs) but uh, yeah, obviously there's a reason for it. 
Yeah. Um, so that's one that yeah, just, yeah, like, but... never really landed for me, but I, I'm sure it's good. It's like movie. T- it's like you know, like um, what's the John Wick for me, right? Right. You know, everybody's got something that it's like. Wait, I guess like you don't go. What the fuck? You just go. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like I don't get it, so it's okay. Yeah. Y'all have fun. Yeah, that's me with Sisters um, music. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, my next one is going to be The Party by Childish Gambino. And my original, what was originally in that spot for me was World Star by Childish Gambino on that same mm-hmm. album. And then I looked that one up and that motherfucker's two and a half minutes. And I was like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing with my life. Um, but with that being said, like you said earlier, that song should be seven minutes. That song is pure hype. It's mm-hmm. fucking yep. a banger. But anyways, The Party. Um, it's just like a little interlude. And it kind of just starts with, like, him just kind of, like, doing some, like, little sing-songy, like, kind of grooving just a little bit. Yeah. It's like, we go have a party. Um, do, you, but then, do you feel like uh, he, that this is sort of like a, a taste of what would come with Awaken My Love? A little like, bit. But yeah. I, I think he pushed it too far with that one. Because there's a lot of Awaken My Love that I really didn't like. But mm-hmm. I, I can see, like, the first half of it definitely... It's that same kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what really pulls it all together for me is he goes off for like 20 seconds maybe uh, at the end. And every time that comes on, I just my head just fucking bob it off of my shoulders. Um, and once he starts getting after it at the end of that song. Um, See, I, I think Charlie Chavino is that scissor for me, but only his rapping. And only sometimes. Sometimes his rap sounds really good to me, and then sometimes I'm like, Ugh. every time that, like, for example, like every time I'm in the car with Sydney and a Childish Gambino song comes on, any of them. Uh, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It, it just the Google dropped. Sorry. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, we're listening to it in the car, and his song comes up, and she's like, "Ooh, I like this song." I literally always go, "Casey Anthony," <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, you're ruining all the songs." I'm like, "Well, I." Didn't- I didn't put that line in there. I don't even hate that line. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, but I don't hate it. Um, UCLA, Asian girls. That Casey hey, Anthony. Nah, I don't give a fuck. You see me is a banger. The beat goes <laughs> so hard, and I I'm, I will fight you to death on that. I and, love and I Charles like, Gambino stuff. If I'm being I like, honest, um, I'm like straight up everything, almost everything he's done. What's the song on Because the Internet with with um, Ch- um Chance the Rapper? Uh, cool Guys? Cool, uh, worst Guys. Worst guys. guys. Worst Guys. Worst Guys. I love that song. Yeah, that and song I love, is amazing. Uh, 3005. Um, and I love some of it. And I love Awaken My Love. Um, I, and I just, I don't know, some of the hip-hop stuff, it, like, it's just weird. Like, it literally is. It might be the beat that goes with it, but, like, half of it, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Worst guys or uh, favorite song so off of Chance the Rapper's mixtape. Sweatpants. Sweatpants, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then some of them, I'm like, Ugh. I need you to. Here's a. I would be. You should listen to either Stone Mountain or Royalty, and let me know what you think, because those are very much not like weird eclectic shit that he's doing. Like even is it camp, the mixtape? Yeah, those are both mixtapes. Yeah, There's... I think I have one of them. Yeah, I have Yeah, I have Stone Mountain. I don't think I have the other one. Okay, so let me know what you think of Stone Mountain because Stone Mountain is him, like, rapping over trap beats. Like, Atlanta trap beats. So, mm-hmm. like, I-, I wonder how much of it, like, a weird beat or just, like, him doing, like... 
Because, like, while, while I love UCB, I can see what you're saying where he does, like, the kind of, like, weird, annoying thing with his voice. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because I think I got used to it because I remember the first time I ever heard him was Sean showing me a song called New Prince on, on like, Hot New Hip Hop when it first dropped. And yeah. that's, like, way before even that album that with UCB. And... Yeah. I was like, this is the worst fucking shit I ever heard in my life. I was like, <laughs> this, I was like, first of all, my man recorded it in like a linoleum covered room because the quality is terrible. And then like, he has the most like whiny voice. Mm. And I was like, I can't, I'll literally scratch my eardrums out of my head if you play this again. And then I listened to the Childish Gambino a lot, like as this stuff came you know, out and I and I started to like it more, and then I went back to that song and didn't hate it nearly as much. So if mm-hmm. there there might be a certain quality to his voice that's just fucking awful that I like learned to grow with. Um, yeah, and it, you kind of hear it more in like you see me and and Bonfire, um, which are the two you mentioned. But like he obviously doesn't do anything like that with like those Atlanta trap beats. You know what I mean? So it'd be cool to see what you think about that. Um, Next tail chirp is a straight fucking banger. Uh, so definitely listen to that one if nothing else. I do like the the little skit in that mixtape where that radio guy he's talking. He's like, "If you know the members of the twerk team, you get in for free. Yeah. If you are a member of the twerk team, you definitely get in for free." <laughs> Everybody's baby mama's gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was like. Because that's, a, I think it's technically a Gangster Grills tape. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was like, Childish Gambino on a Gangster Grills tape? What the fuck? <laughs> like, what's <laughs> going on in my life, bro? Huh. Ugh. All right. So th- th- enough about Childish Gambino. What mm-hmm. is your, is this the last one for you? Or no? I got two, two more. Two more. Okay. Two more. Uh, my next one is Close to You by Frank Ocean. Okay. Um, and this is off of Blonde, 2016, and it's, so it sounds a little different than Channel Orange, but it's just uh, you know, just him singing, and it's that same sort of beat as everything else in that, um, in that album. Um, and I just love it. Um, I think I did. I think I put it as. Uh, I think three of the three, four, four of the songs on this list. Their albums made it to my top 10 albums, favorite albums of last decade. And so this is one of them along with my last one in a little bit. But yeah, so I love this song. Um, I think this is more like SZA, just fucking awesome song that just, which was like just twice as long. And when it it ends, you go, oh, okay. I can't believe that you don't have Flower Boy in your top 10 albums of the last decade. (laughs) I did. I, I don't know. have the. I know. I'm telling you because I oh, know I decided. I decided. It's definitely not. Oh fuck, man. I mean, no. Nah, it's I not mean, even that, close, I'm bro. Not... It's, uh, Half I mean, that it's, album it's... is a straight fucking skip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, we have shit on Big Sean like four or five times in twenty episodes. We've and we love him. Of... Like I, I love him. Like <laughs> right? I, I really like him. I, I should have told the story last time when we were talking about his album, but I went to see, we saw him. I saw him in concert when I went to see when we did uh, Dreamville last year, twenty nineteen, and he right. was there for a little bit. And they did only like a little show for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he was doing his songs, I realized how many of the songs that A got the crowd most hype and then I a, B I recognized and really loved, and they were sixty six percent were him featured on it. They weren't his songs, right? So it was like click. And Mercy, and what else? Um, I forget what else, but I was listening to them, and I was like, 
uh, like these are just songs that you're on. Like you're not, you don't have any songs that are yours. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like Big Sean. I love Big Sean. But this week, yeah, we just shit on him so much. Yeah, like we're like he can't make an album. Half his songs are skips. We're like even trash Big Sean isn't fun to listen to. Uh, mm. We made fun of just Detroit in general because I said, what's your least favorite rap voice? And I went with Eminem, but you went with Big Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. And they're in that fucking song. They're in that, um, what's it called? Um, what, the, this is the one that I mentioned last time where Eminem is like, I saw my eyes. Oh, the fucking cypher? The like 12-minute yeah. cypher of all the people yeah. from Detroit? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but back to Frank. Uh, great song. <laughs> he sounds awesome. Um, I I miss, you know, I miss some Frank uh, Frank Ocean in my life. And uh, but yeah, that's my number four. Isn't Close it always weird when someone just fucking drops off the face of the earth like that? Yeah, um, I mean, I guess I would rather have him do that. Well, uh, that would also that'll, that'll come up with my fifth person. But yeah, that that um, <laughs> they I I guess I would rather them drop off and not force it. Then, right. then come out with some shitty thing that, that was forced on them by the studio or that they needed to do. Right, absolutely. It's funny, though, because, like, I, I don't know. I, I wonder what the timeline is for Frank Ocean's albums. Because uh, I don't, I never listened to them, so I can't pinpoint when they came out. Yeah. But, like, I feel so, like Kendrick Lamar also fell off the face of the earth, but has, like, still consistently been, like, in... Like the lexicon, you know what I mean? Like, like people yeah. still know who he is more than Frank Ocean. I feel like. Yeah. So, um, Channel Orange was 2012, mm-hmm. and Blonde was 2016. So he's been around. He's like around every four years, and then Kendrick was 2012, Dan, 2015, when did Dan and 2017. Okay, so it's a little more recent, but it's still like not that much closer together. But yeah, yeah I don't know what it is. It might just. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I just kind of like popped in my head like that because like he also like in between albums you don't hear shit from him. No, he's not like Drake where he's like now I got this new song with at, with Odell Beckham Jr. and shit. <laughs> you know what's always weird to me is when you go and and this it's happened to me the most with Kanye just because he's who I have followed the most. Um, but like when you're going through like on Spotify you're going through an artist's like albums and songs. And then, so, it, like, goes through all the feature albums, and then at the bottom, it starts going through the singles. And every time I see, like, singles that I loved, and I'm like, this just never hit an album. What? Like, mm-hmm. why? Why didn't you put this on an album somewhere? Like, All Day for Kanye. I love yeah. All Day. It, the mm-hmm. beat is so good. Four or five seconds, I don't think, is on an album. No. And it's just no, like, you just dropped. It's like, that was, like, peak Drake early 2010s and he i mean he i think this year or last year he ended up putting them all together in like a care package mm-hmm. album thing but that's what he did back then i mean uh trophies we made it oh, yeah. uh draft headline. day the catch-up zero to a hundred uh was headlines on an album yes it was yeah i was on oh, take okay. care okay yeah but yeah you're right like uh, all those i do remember th- you're right they, those like all just kind of dropped and he just mm-hmm. didn't put them to anything yeah. It's like, all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say like, like are you, yeah, and then you have to end up, you know, waiting for them to end up on Spotify or whatever. And if you didn't get them, that for, download them that first time, you pretty much are stuck with shitty YouTube versions. Right, or it's just like you, uh, like you forget those, like those are such good songs to just like kind of forget about. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't remember the last time I heard trophies. But, like, it's a fucking banger. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, or we made it? Yeah, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> we made it. Um, Or what's the line? Zero to 100. The ketchup, you know? Right. No point intended, but I'm no point intended, but I'm smelling defeat in the air. Yeah. Oh, oh. And that song's just nowhere. Like you if miss. you put if you put every Drake album on your phone, you're still not hearing that song. It's yeah. just such mm-hmm. a weird thing. Even with Care Package, yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it, also like Frank Ocean, like you said, as far as like, Frank, like Frank Ocean and Kendrick Marshall drop off the face of the earth. Like you don't hear shit from them. Um, mm-hmm. Your your other person that you're gonna get back to that has kind of like you know not dropped music in a hot fucking minute, yeah. um, has done the opposite. She has consistently stayed in the public eye and like <laughs> just been like a- actively taunting people with music. But mm-hmm. but we'll get to that. But my my yeah. last song is "Beach Is Better" by Jay Z, and "Beach Is Better." has just like super, such a weird beat like it's not like anything i hear jay-z on ever like right. it's yep. it sounds like a kanye beat i don't know who produced it but it sounds like it could be on yeezus um yeah. or like travis scott you know what i mean like it's that same kind of just like a, a weird sound to it but he Synth-y goes metal like metal rap metal snare trap sound right exactly and he goes so hard on it like it's it's short. I think it's the only one I have that, if I'm not mistaken, is under a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was super disappointed with Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and like I heard that song and I was like, oh shit, this is one, and then it was over. And I was like, God mm-hmm. damn it! Like I wanted this one. I I was so hyped as it was playing, and then it was just like over. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, now I got to listen to fucking Justin Timberlake crooning. Ugh, I'm just not trying to do that. You don't like Fuck With Me, You Know I Got It? I like that one. I mean, I do. I, I like, there's like three or four songs on the album I like, but I feel mm-hmm. like the album's pretty long. And to only like yeah. the three or four songs on it, it's just like, I'm good on this. I will say I had one of my favorite tweets, though, which was that, like, someone, uh, Someone was saying that like you, it's a good thing that Jay Z's not like Nas because Jay Z would have said so, would have named it some dumb shit like Magna Carter, Holy Grail. (laughs) 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 You made it a hot track. I made it a what is? Yeah, it's like uh, no, you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think we've talked about this before, but you know BBC on it. Yeah. Um. The channel, the channel. Uh, he, we, oh, I think you and I have lamented before how we wish it had a harder bass. Right. Because it picks up and it sounds like a Pharrell, which I'm guessing it is. It's a Pharrell or a Timbaland beat. And then it just sort of like doesn't hit at all, kind of. And right. you're just like, oh, okay. I wanted it to be like, you know, like fucking like I like it by Cardi B where it like hits and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it never does, and so I, I think even I remember. I think you were the person who also lamented that years and years ago, whenever that album came out. Yeah, I probably, because um, I, I, when that album came out, I think I still had subs in the back of my car, and so like, you know, subwoofers are like super dope in a car because like if you do it right, the sound quality is great. But then mm-hmm. like also, I feel like it's just super disappointing. There's just like any time there's a song with no bass. 
You're just yeah. like, this is just not working out for me. It's like, I feel like or, it filtered my fucking like music, like the shit I listen to because I was just like, I hear a song and I'd be like, I normally like the song on like a phone or headphones, but I ain't trying to hear this mm-hmm. shit in my car. <laughs> yeah. Or the opposite where a song hits and you go, what the fuck? Like, let me see if, let's see if you know which one I'm talking about. All right. A song that you're listening to and it just hits the bass and you're like, where did that come from? What is that? I don't, there's, there were a few like that. I, I remember the one that shocked me the most was mm-hmm. Motivation by Kelly Rowland. All oh, of the, yes, yes, the that, that would be my number two. The that song yeah. just fucking destroys. It's like she's just doing her high-pitched singing and all of a sudden the bass just comes in and fucking rattles your trunk off. Mm-hmm. But I can't, mm-hmm. What's your first one? My, but what I was going to say is uh, The Hills by The Weeknd. I, I don't think I ever, I, I never really listened to The Weeknd. That's another person where I like everyone likes him, and I like I just don't mm-hmm. really listen to your music, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if you 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 don't have him in your car anymore, no. You said eventually they're they're I'm gonna get some, but right now, no, I do not have. Him. Yeah, when you get, I'm trying to think of where you get access to like a bass. I guess maybe just in your regular car, if you turn it up just the bass, and you're just in your normal speakers, just right. Like your average ones. Um, you know he's you know I he's singing and then he goes I only call you when it's <laughs> and you're like what the fuck um it's uh it's like it's like the hardest bass that my car has ever had <laughs> and my car's like a little Corolla with just like the normal speakers but it like, rattles the back seat the back the back window you just hear and like holy shit yeah Abel, it's, like it's funny anytime like because like since. My Lancer that I wrapped around the fucking tree. I haven't had subs in my car. And, like, every once in a while... And if you've ever changed the speakers in your car, which I, I, I'm sure you haven't, but if you've ever done it, the quality difference is insane. Like, the stock speakers on your car might as well be made out of fucking paper. Like, they're mm-hmm. such garbage. And, like, every once in a while, like, a song will come up, and it'll just, like, I feel like the bass will hit, like, just the right frequency where, like, all the speakers hit it. And, like, I've legit been sitting in a car with normal speakers and then been, like, like startled by, like, the bass that comes. Like, my fucking rearview mirror starts vibrating. I'm uh-huh. like, what the fuck, bro? I don't even have actual speakers here. What's just that? Ah, <laughs> oh, God. I, real quick, I want to get speakers because lately the song I've had stuck in my head is Then Leave. Do you know what song I'm talking about? No. Who's it by? Uh, it's fucking... I, nobody. It's like on the radio. It's terrible, bro. Uh-huh. But like at one point for like 13 seconds straight, the bass is just fucking banging. And like I'm like, if I had subs in this, like it'd blow my fucking brains out. Like the, the bass goes so hard. And it, the verse is a nonsense. It's like, uh, he, it's, <laughs> he's like, nah, I can't give a whole none. I can't give a whole none. She might have, <laughs> he's like, she might have good head about Sonic slushy, but I can't give her no money. Shit kills me every time, bro. Oh God, but the bass goes so hard. So that's why I want subs in my car. It's for that song specifically. Just for that song, yeah. All right. So what's your what's your last uh, your last song on your list? Yeah, my last one is James Joint by Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just one where I'm like, she, I, I love the way her voice sounds in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a few of these on the song, the album Anti, which is her last album that she had uh, almost no, over four years ago now. I think it's this one, Goodnight Gotham. 
Uh, what was the other one? There's like she has like two or three on this album that are, are that are short, and the one that I mentioned earlier that I wanted to be longer that was two and a half is Consideration uh, with SZA, which opens the album. Okay. Um, and so she just sounds great, and it's just a fucking just fucking moody, cool ass song. Yeah, I feel um, like when I listened to this, I was like, I don't even think there's like. In my head, like after it was over, I was like, "Was there any like background music?" It might have literally just been her singing. Like yeah. there was, n- it, if there was anything behind her singing, it was the most minimal nothingness to be singing over. You know what I mean? And it, mm-hmm. it sounded great. You're right. It sounded amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, this whole album, like I've said before, top five for me. I fucking love this album, but this song is great, and I wish it was just longer. Yeah. Uh, it'd be nice. You know what else you wish was longer was Rihanna's musical career because yeah. apparently it ended she in just, fucking 2016. <laughs> she just dropped it, and she like I, throughout the years she's posted stuff like people will be like drop music and they'll and she'll be like drop that ugly face or <laughs> but then like she'll be like uh like she'll taunt like you know upcoming news and then it was like a book. And I was like, yeah, was like, like, upcoming news. Like, Fenty is getting a Fenty is getting a baby makeup line. It's like, like, oh, that's I'm not cool. what anyone wanted, and you knew it. Like that's the yeah. other thing too is like she's not act like she's not telling people there's music and then not dropping it, but she knows anytime she's like upcoming announcement, everyone's like music, and she's like, nah. <laughs> like every time she does it, she knows she's shitting on someone's day. <laughs> it's like that. Um, do you remember the uh, the Black Bush? Yeah, with the Chappelle show. Yeah, he's like when that guy, the the black reporter, asks him something, and he's like, "Why? Why are you ask me that, man?" Yeah, <laughs> I thought you was my brother. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll answer you stupid ass question. <laughs> my favorite part of that, the two parts about that skit, one of the best Chappelle skits of all time, is most deaf coming out with the yellow cake. With the yellow cake with the of, fucking giant glasses yeah. and some random black guy. And, yeah. Don't drop that yeah, pray shit. Pray to God you don't drop pray that to God shit. You don't drop that shit. That guy, also another part of one of my favorite <laughs> skits where he just says holla a bunch. Like holla, oh, yeah. holla, 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 holla. But I think that, dude, that skit from when it starts to when it ends in eight minutes is probably the funniest skit of that show of comedy. The Black Bush one? Yeah, yeah that, it's straight. Dude, it's so good. Dude. Every yeah. single line is perfect. I know dude, a lot of people go with the the um, the blind KKK member. Um, oh, the Clayton Big, yeah, Clayton, Clayton Bigsby. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was incredible just because it's it is like the fact that he was willing to do that in the very first episode oh, is yeah. huge. But it's, like, oh yeah, definitely. But the Black Bush is so perfect. But my favorite part is he goes oil, oil, bitch, you cooking? And then he fucking <laughs> and then he drops the, the water. water. <laughs> That's such a great gif. Or uh, um, the when he pants to you want to ask me ask ask uh, Black Tony Blair uh, right here and then he pants to Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and we fucking, just don't know. That, we like, just don't know what he has. <laughs> as, as, my, as, as Bush, as, as my colleague so eloquently put it, we just don't know what he has. Uh, uh, God. Oh my! And then um, God, what's the other part? Uh, oh, he's naming off the countries. Yeah, he's like, Stankonia. Stankonia? Africa, Mbana, and the Zulu Nation. Brady <laughs> <laughs> <Radio> Rouse! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Japan! <laughs> Sending PlayStations. <laughs> oh, my God, it's Japan is sending mm. PlayStations. 
To this day, dude, I go like touching each other's titty balls. <laughs> so stiff, direct. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, if you don't know what we're talking about, oh, it I'm is the fucking this on Twitter. <laughs> the most perfect eight minutes of. TV from the Chappelle Show. It is around election time in 2004, and he released this thing if Bush, if George Bush was black, but it's just him playing George Bush, uh, and it's just eight minutes of just mwah, pure gold. Oh, God, oil, oil. It's like, it's like, it's like how do you respond? Sanction me with the army. He's like, right. oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the United Nations. He's like, you, you and your army. Shut oh, wait. the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to get that all. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trying to get that all. Oh, oh. <laughs> God. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Like, I think the rest of the show is pretty good. I mean, I oh yeah, it's a, a classic. Of them. But classic. But that's that it, dude. Is top notch. <laughs> it's the the funniest one. We just don't know what he has. Don't know what he has. And he's like in a fucking like night yes. <laughs> pajama with a ascot. <laughs> Uh, oh God! Don't drop that shit. Pray to God you don't drop. And his that voice shit. is all gravelly. Yo, God, and he's holding he's holding a piece of yellow cake on a napkin, <laughs> and he's like shaking it, like he's about to drop it. You know what I mean? Like he's like shaking it. He's... It's like oh, we found God. yellow cake. <laughs> God, God, it's so oh, funny. You see it. me? You see me in the land? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Chappelle show. Uh, one of the best songs, uh, the food on it. I think it's, I think it's called the food, right? It's common Kanye and, uh, I can't remember who else, but mm-hmm. that song goes so hard and I don't, it's hard to find like the version they do on the show is better mm-hmm. than the version that came out officially. It's like, it's so hard. And it's like one of those, you just like can't find it like anywhere. Yes, it's super hard to find, but if you ever find it, it's great. Um, yeah. It's old Kanye with his fucking polo and his backpack on, so you're allowed mm-hmm. to listen to it. Um, yeah. If it was recent, that's a negative, bro. I'm going to need you to cut nope. that shit up. Cut that shit the fuck off. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, All right. But those were our five songs that we wish were longer. Um, do you want to skip our third topic? Because I don't really know much about it. We can skip to the last one. Yeah, let's skip to the last one. Yeah, we can, we can wrap up the episode talking about uh, Marvel dates that were pushed to 2011. Oh, not 2011. What the fuck? <laughs> 2011, baby. Woo! They pushed a bunch of them back. And I, I, I do think... I think they were probably waiting on... What is it? 923? Like, today? Like, 924? When we were recording. I think they were waiting to see Mulan receipts before right. they made a move. Mm-hmm. And I think they didn't I think go if so Mulan, <laughs> Yeah, I think if Mulan had done gangbusters... I think I mentioned this before on the po- on the podcast as well. If it had done really well, they probably would have put Black Widow on VOD for Thanksgiving. Right. And I they didn't. They moved Black Widow to May 7th of next year. Yeah, and they bailed on anything going to Disney+. Plus. They're like, nope, it's all going to nope, be in theaters, nope. baby. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. And it shows you, it sort of tells you just how shittily Mulan did. Right. I do think, though, that I think if they would have put it I think two things. One, I think telling people that it was going to be on free on Disney Plus December 4th was a bad idea. Oh, yeah. I th- don't release I think that they info because re- everyone's like, I think I can wait. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. They should have just said, buy it, 
And then you go, when will it be on Disney Plus for free? Oh, at a later date. We'll discuss it later. Right. You don't have to tell people fucking anything. Right. You can tell them to fuck off. You'd be right. like, you already give me seven bucks, give me 30. And then what is, you know, two months later, let's say October 15th, you go, oh, uh, Mulan will be free December 4th. And if people bitch, they can bitch. You, you already, already have the money. money. <laughs> right? Exactly. Or if people bitch, you, you can backpedal for your next releases and still make all the money you were going to make on this one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Or you just go, oh, thank you for giving us all the Mulan money. Um, it'll be available It was September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Uh, six months later. What is that? February, I think. Right? right. October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah, March. Just say six months later. P- P- Do people not remember that we used to have to wait? Like, right. Forever for shit to come out on DVD right. or on HBO, like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know why. As like Disney, you know, what I mean? like the thing is, you have all the like leverage. Like no one's going out to watch anything else. You know what I mean? Yes. Everyone's at home. Just everybody get wants to new watch stuff. this. Yeah, everybody's that Malcolm X with Denzel clip. Uh, <laughs> brother starving. That's everybody is. <laughs> it, um. Because it's mentioned in the article that we're looking at, but um, they released a trailer for WandaVision. Right. Uh, for the new TV show on Disney Plus with Scarlet Witch and Vision. I have no urge to watch whatsoever. <laughs> well, they said that it had more views on YouTube than the fucking Super Bowl spot for Endgame. Oh my God. So people are fucking starving for content. You have all of the leverage. Don't give these bitches nothing. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be fucking standing for a goddamn trillion dollar corporation. Disney, why aren't you making more money? <laughs> Disney, please let me lick the boot. Let me just chomp on it, please. But um, I think I mentioned this on the episode where I talked about Mulan. It's like, I gave them money to show them that I'm willing to give money for Black Widow for A, so I can see it, and B, so we're not forced to have this fucking zombie stumbling out, slow, scattered release that Tenant has been having. Mm-hmm. Where people are like, I've seen Tenant, it's great. And then here in North Carolina, I'm like, I don't know if Tenant will even see the light of day here. Right. And I'm not saying that I want to or that they should reduce the fucking restrictions on COVID. That's great. What I'm saying is anything that's going to be released until this is over is going to have this like hobo patchwork of theaters, you know? Exactly. And there's no way you're going to make like any, you're going to make so much less money on it that way. Yes. And you're gonna be spending more because you gotta, you know, it costs money to. Well, I guess it costs money to put it on the website too. But at least you have control over how much it costs. You, it's a set amount. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Sorry. What were you gonna say? No, I was just. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I can't believe Wandavision got that. I have. I. Th- it's the same issue I have with uh, Black Widow, where I'm just like, I like these characters are that are concluded to me. Like, like everything's wrapped up. We like are good. Yeah, but I'm excited for it because I think it's such a... It looks like it's going to be, like, a very different thing than they've ever done before. Yeah, it does seem that, yeah. So that's one, is that it looks completely different than anything else. But then also, it's the first time Marvel's done a TV show. So I want to know what that looks like. Like, does it look as expensive as the movies? Vision is a CGI creation about 50%. They they use makeup, but he is CGI for a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Or at least a sizable portion of his look. So, I'm like, is it going to look cheap? Is it going to look good? Mandalorian looks good. Is it going to look like that? So, um, I am excited for that. And I'm also excited because I think I've heard that 
she is going to be a big part of Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Okay. So whatever happens in this one will probably ring through to that Doctor Strange sequel. Okay. Okay. That whenever that that, that adds more interest to it. Whenever the um, fuck that comes out because they pushed everything back. Yeah, they pushed uh, Eternals, everything back. Eternals got pushed back six months. Uh, Shang Chi got pushed back two months. Uh, I think Spider Man got pushed back a bunch of months. Um, I think they said this is twenty twenty is going to be the first year without a Marvel movie in theaters since twenty ten. Jesus. So, yeah, I might just be petered out on the whole Marvel thing, which is crazy because I was so into it. But yeah. now that like Endgame happened, I just like have no urge for any. Other, I mean, you know it, what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, there's it's nothing like, pulling me to it. I do feel it's kind of like a like a good team season, right? Like, right. if you are a Chiefs fan, and it's March, after you sort of celebrated enough, you go, I don't really want... I mean, you do want Chiefs football, because there isn't football, but you go, right. that's finished. Like, the season ended, the story's over, and I think you need that sort of uh, hype up again. You need that, you know, the preseason and the week one, and you see, you know, to get right. sort of, get you invested back in it. Yeah. Exactly. I think and, right now we're just... Right now, yeah, we don't have that for, yeah. you know, whatever reasons, uh, you know, the the just general atmosphere and environment right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that's the episode, guys. Uh, yep. Talked about a bunch of nonsense. Uh, boy, the, the, the songs we wish were longer, we really just kind of fucking ended up everywhere. Um, we ended it by talking about Chappelle show. Um, don't feel bad about it. That shit was fire. Um, so if you want to catch me, uh, you can catch me at T money bags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at evercastro 92 on Instagram. And if you want to email us directly, you can catch us at different animals podcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow the page at diff animals pod on Instagram and Twitter. Dude, oh, sorry, I'm looking at this article, and they still have the James Bond movie for November 20th? That's not going to happen. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, dude, also, I was thinking about it. Do you remember when all this shit was going down back in March? The one movie that said, no, nah, fuck all this, and jumped to 2021, do you know what it was? I don't. What was it? Fast 9. Oh, see, it knew. It was what like, now we Vin Diesel know? Shits. And when <laughs> did he it? know it? <laughs> Because, dude, I remember very vividly, they were like, nope, not Memorial Day. We'll do Memorial Day 2021. Good night, y'all. See ya. <laughs> and James Bond was like, let's do July. Let's do August. Let's do, like, literally every other yeah, movie. Yeah, and it was, like, only in theaters. Only in theaters. <laughs> Wear a fucking hazmat suit. But Vin Diesel was like, it's going to take forever to get out of this. <laughs> he was doing his best Batman tryout. He uh, knew, he knew yeah. something. Oh, that makes sense. I, th- I think I think more than any other franchise, other they than... really just need people to come out in mass. <laughs> like, well, nobody's gonna be watching the next Fast and Furious and be like, "It's a real Marvel. Uh, you need to go see it." Go see it. Like, well, what I was gonna say is that I, I think more than any other franchise, more than, literally, I think I don't think there's any other franchise that is more dependent on international box office than uh, Furious than the Fast and Furious. If you look at the box yeah. office split from the last one, Furious 8, I mean, I think the movie either made a billion dollars or was close to a billion dollars. Um, but 
let me see if I can look it up real quick. The portion that was domestic, it made it made a one point two billion dollars worldwide, right? Uh huh. The domestic percentage of that was eighteen. Jesus, Usually it's about thirty three to sixty six. Usually, I, I had no idea. Yeah, dude, there are huge internationally. It is like one of only the, I would say, I think. Let me see if I can find this real quick. It made a billion dollars like outside of the U.S. Jesus. So like, I, that's why when it happened, I was like, I guess it kind of makes sense because, like I said, no other movie has made like is so dependent on worldwide shit as Fast and Furious. That's nuts. I didn't even know that. I I'm not surprised. Like it because if nothing else, the well. I was going to say the Fast and Furious series is, is about cars, which it's totally not anymore. <laughs> but, like, you know, the like uh, it's just straight-up action, and I guess to some degree, like, it originated in, like, vehicle culture. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And that's kind of always been a thing everywhere. So yeah. it, it doesn't surprise me that that has a lot of, like, international, you know, buzz and, and legs mm. um, overseas. But, yeah. No, they were like, they were like, deuces, we're out of this, bitch. I'm out. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, yeah. They weren't going to, they were like, oh, you see what's going on in China and Europe's going to get fucked. Yeah, like, we ain't fucking fuck with this Europe. paycheck, baby. Like, yeah. We'll just hold off. Oh, God. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, that's the episode. Yep. Stay uh, safe, guys. Stay safe. Uh, spread the word as much as you can. Let anybody know. Let everybody know. Um, we definitely appreciate it. And if you have any feedback, definitely let us know. Yep. Um, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch y'all next week. See you guys. Peace. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. I'm foregoing my Kanye quote this week to simply say that um, we de- we generally don't talk about politics too much on here because we both have extremely similar views. Um, so it's just going to kind of, it kind of, I don't know. I like us having different views and having conversations about stuff without us just like, banging a dead topic that you know we both just agree on forever yeah but uh i I will say please just vote um get out vote as best you can try and vote early um just whatever you can do please get out and vote Mm -hmm. uh it's very important there's a lot at stake um just please please you know do what you can to vote um there's a reason they, as much as people say, like, you know, oh, your vote doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason they try extremely hard to make it difficult to vote. And it's because yes. it does matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so please yeah, get please, out and vote. Yeah. Um, depending, obviously, most of you are in North Carolina. You can, uh, you know, I think you can request your absentee ballot. Early voting starts October 15th. That sounds I, right. I believe. And October this will be 15th. dropping probably right around there right around that time early, like so you can still 7th, you know, request your ballots your early ballots you can go in person early uh yeah but please 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 vote yeah absolutely and and aside from just the presidential election look at your local officials yeah. um all very important so get out and vote guys yes. uh i guess in the words of p diddy vote or die motherfucker vote or die. <laughs> <laughs> please see you